If I start eating an Easter egg halfway through, no, don't <laughs> just just, just go don't. with it. <laughs> but it's kind of appropriate because it is got it's a film about Easter eggs. So about Easter eggs, yeah. Don't tell that though, because we'll start eating now. <laughs> Get complaints again. <laughs> of the high five in the name of artemis in the name of h in the name of data and show we ask you to join us on the planet doom in the name of james halliday himself help us save the oasis yes that was an impassioned speech from the book and the film ready player one uh and this is the science fiction rating system your favorite podcast when it comes to ranking and reviewing and Generally, just I don't know, talking about science fiction films. Uh, my name's Alex Humphrey. I am joined by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. Hello. Hello. You got some fireworks going off behind you. Where are you? Sydney Harbour, or uh, just having a bit of a lockdown breaching party? Yeah, <laughs> yeah on a barge. They're very still fireworks but, uh, on the Thames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the Thames. Yeah. Don't he's tell anyone. There. He's got. He's outdoors, and there's only a couple of people, so it's it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. all okay. Uh, and also, yeah, big crowds. And also, I'm joined by Sam Draper. How are you, Sam? I'm all right. Happy birthday. Yes. Fuck you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Yes. Did you have a nice yes. day? I did have a nice day, yeah. We, I didn't do much, but I ate cake, got presents. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good day. Yeah, it was a quiet day. I mean, we've been busy over Easter, but yeah, it's been good. Did you, did you get anything sci-fi? Uh, I I got some science fiction rating show uh, rating oh, course, system yeah, merchandise. Got yes, yeah. <laughs> got my got my t shirt, got my top. So Brilliant. I'm, I'm, I'm... You wearing it now? No, I'm not wearing it now. Uh, no, maybe next time. We should next make it time. mandatory. We have to like all buy it and wear it as a uniform whenever we're uh, <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> that would be good. Be a bit weird. Bit the craft work of the pod work of the, of the pod world. It'd be good. No one ever sees Did us. We do though. baseball caps. But they do everything. If they don't, we can make them do baseball caps because mm. we can do anything we like on there. <laughs> well, I had all that weird stuff, didn't I? And then you took it all out. So, you yeah. know, like uh, yeah. socks and pants. and yeah, it, was, um, it was too much. Yeah. It was too much. <laughs> it was too much. Um, that, anyway, the birthday uh, that is being referenced, it, is my, it was my birthday recently. And uh, every year when it's someone's birthday, uh, we get to pick the film and we get to break our own rules, the rule mm. of... Uh, the five-year rule, which is no films can be reviewed unless they're five years old. And I have broken that rule with Ready Player One, the 2018 Steven Spielberg film uh, from the book by Ernest Klein. Um, and I bro- I, I've picked this film because I don't know how many episodes ago, but um, we discussed this book. I don't know if you... Did you say it first or had I read it first? I can't remember which way around it was, Sam. Um... I think we'd both read it independently and we, we we discussed it on air for the first time, I think, which is yeah. why it was a memorable moment, I think. Yeah. Yes. Well, so I'll say... I, I read on. it because I was told by several people, oh, you're this book, this is, you'll love, absolutely love this book, Sam. This book is <laughs> is your is really your kind of thing. You'll love it. Oh, <laughs> okay. I, I think maybe that was part of why you were so angry then at the end. Yes, possibly, yeah. Yes, uh, yes. So as 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 we said a few maybe last episode, this is the book that famously Sam finished and threw directly into the bin on the, it wasn't on just the final that. line. 
it wasn't just that. I, I went, I was living in a flat at the time and I marched down to the uh, garage and threw it into the the big, the big industrial size <laughs> bin. So there's no chance of going back. It's um, not coming back. That no. book is not coming back. Okay. Not recycled either. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's oh, gone no. straight into landfill. landfill no one is one getting that. No. No bin man is picking that out. Uh, yes, and I've read the book, uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell my. We'll talk about my opinions on the book later. Let's save something up. I love Chris, ha- yeah, <laughs> uh, Chris, are you where you saw this film before? Because me and Sam hadn't seen the film, but you'd already seen it, hadn't you? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. It popped up on Netflix a few months ago, so mm. I checked it out. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, okay. And I thought we'd already, I thought we'd already uh, done it for some reason. Yeah, it's probably because I, you did have a lengthy slagathon about it's it because we talked about the book. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess as it was coming out, it probably kept coming up, didn't it? As the film was coming out, it maybe getting triggered by it. Yeah. <laughs> so as I said, it's written by Ernest Klein. Do you know what other? Do we, are you both aware of what other film script Ernest Klein has wrote? I know he did a book called Armada. I don't know what film he did though. Yeah. He, he wrote a, a script for a film in 2009 called Fanboys, which is about Star Wars fanatics who take a cross-country trip to George Lucas's Skywalker Ranch so their dying friend can see The Phantom Menace before it's does. released. Of course he does. And it was a 2009 film as well. So it's after Phantom Menace came out. So I mean, I, I, I'm assuming that he's positive about Phantom Menace then. Have, uh, have either of you seen the documentary about them digging up the ET cartridges in the, the landfill in... Uh, no. A desert. Uh, it's a documentary about. There's another famous thing about they buried loads of ET Atari cartridges. Oh yeah, in the yeah. 80s, and they go and try and dig them up. And he's in that film because he's like a really big. Well, obviously because he loves everything yeah. 80s, uh, and he's like following them along. And throughout, he's driving a DeLorean, and he, <laughs> he's. And I'd read the book at this point, and he's exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what you'd expect him to be. Yeah. In fucking yeah. sufferable. Well, yeah, as I say, it's based on the 2011 book, which is quite a big hit at the time. Massive, massive book. Yeah. Massive, massive hit. Uh, and it was optioned pretty much straight away, I think, um, yep. for a script. Um, and it is set in 2045, and it follows the protagonist, Wade Watts, on his search for clues to find an Easter egg in a virtual universe called the Oasis. And this <clears> Easter egg <throat> leads him uh, to inherit James create- uh, game's creator James Halliday's fortune and... <laughs> Oh, sneeze. And control of the Oasis itself. Um, so, yeah, so basically, I mean, basically, it's a, it's a world, it's a kind of, you, you see the world quite early on in this. You see the real world, because the film is basically in two places, isn't it? It's in the real world, yeah. and it's in the virtual world. Yeah. And the, the first part of this film, which I've called Exposition Explosion, is really just the main character monologuing for quite a long time, trying About half to catch an hour, you up. Isn't it? And it's all pre-title as well. It's, <laughs> it's a very long scene mm-hmm. of him trying to explain kind of everything to you about this world. Um, and basically, like I say, yeah, they live in these... I, I mean, I quite like... Uh, the I did s- need that, though. I yes. needed it. Yeah, yeah, because you hadn't read the book. You did need to understand. Yeah. I mean, the thing, the stacks, which is basically motorhomes all bolted together. I think that's actually quite a nice um, vision of a future kind of uh, living com- complex. What do you think of that? No. Yeah. Yeah. No? I think it's kind no. of a reasonable no. idea. You don't think that? No, Chris? Not at no. all? 
What, Why what? do you want to live in a slum, Alex? No, no, no. I don't want to live there. I think it's quite a realistic idea of what um, what oh, could right. happen. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know, in terms of uh, you know, just bolting together a load of m- m- uh, mobile homes. Um, yeah, basically, just everyone. It, yeah, yeah, we'll be shipping. Safer as well. I would say these things aren't <laughs> yeah. very safe. Less, less rollable. Yeah, um, and as it shows pretty early on, everyone is basically online all the time. No one really goes. Uh, no one really lives in the real world at all. And something that the film doesn't explain, and I don't know if you pick this up, Chris. Uh, in the Oasis is an entire schooling system. Did you did you get this from the film? Schooling system. Yeah. Mm. So basically, James Halliday allowed everyone, who, however rich or poor they were, to go to school within the virtual world. Right. So actually, a lot of the book is set in his school. He goes to school every day in this virtual yeah. school. Where I don't he... think they mentioned that in the film. No, and I found it kind of odd that they don't mention that because it just kind of comes across... It would like... kind of explain the economy, wouldn't it? How, like, they get people in young. Yeah. And also it explain, like, why... Because basically, in, like I say, in the book, he's... He's at school and then he sneaks out of school or after classes, he goes on a search for the egg. But he is at school and his his friend is at school with him. And I think it's a bit weird that they don't mention that at all in the film. Mm. Um, Also, it it shows you quite early on that James Halliday had created the Oasis as a kind of, it's supposed to be for everyone. It's not elitist. It's not about how much money you've got. It's supposed to be accessible with either low tech equipment or high tech equipment. doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, in in ref, you know, it's reflecting on Tim Berners Lee's vision for the internet. Yeah, yes, but in a yes. far more sinister way. Yeah, because we're yeah. not strapped into the internet, are we? Yeah, no. I mean, these people for are... Americans out there, Tim Berners Lee is an English guy who invented the internet. Who uh, did an amazing performance at the London Olympics, like. Did he? Yes, he did, Fake didn't he? Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. I've met, I've met him twice. He's lovely. Really? Oh. Mm. Mm. Good one. Do you, has he seen Ready Player, Ready Player One? Oh, no, no, I had it <laughs> before <laughs> that. I should have asked him. on the podcast. Yeah, it would have been a good one. Um, so anyway, this, there's, everyone's plugged into this world. And like I say, we, we hang around in the real world, but not for very long. Quite soon, we are thrown into the Oasis and uh, I mean, there's no I attempt guess, to define his character, is there? Other than the fact that he's got a bad aunt and he's got the bloke well, from the office uh, as, a, yeah. as a bad bad dad. I mean, okay, let's get on to that. The the actor who plays uh, Parzival and Wade is Ty Sheridan, and his only real credit is being Cyclops in two of the most recent X Men films. Oh. So I mean, he's not really good. He's not getting many credits he's rubbish this is the thing i thought when he's being the ver- when you the poster see- i thought it was the kid out of that drumming film yes he does really look like him doesn't he the guy from uh whiplash, oh, whiplash. Where, is it yeah no. i think it uh no it is something like that though, what's isn't that it? called it is whiplash yeah is it yeah yeah with um yeah. jk simmons in it yes yeah. yeah yeah it's not him um now i would say when he's in the virtual world I didn't mind him. I think his face is quite emotive. I think the graphics, all that. But when you see him in real life, he only seems to have one look, which is this kind of like 
puzzled kind of look on his face all the time. Alex, this might be a spoiler for you, but the, the him in the virtual world isn't him. It's a computer, uh, it's a CGI I, version of him. Is it not him? Is he not like got stuff all over him? Though? Well, he probably is. Is it not him acting? To, yeah, but it's easy he to like chooses... punch up his emotions, yeah. isn't it? You can punch mm, it up okay. in CG. Okay. You can't like, punch up a man's to... boring face in real life, can you? But it's no. performance capture, though, isn't it? Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, what I guess the bottom line is I'm saying here is I found the computer-generated version of him better a better than... actor than the real version of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I would say, so in the book, again, Chris, you wouldn't know, but in the book, he is very, very overweight, very, very fat. Like and Ernest Klein. Like Ernest yeah. Klein, yes. A big fatty, boom batty. And um, <laughs> what's interesting in the book, I, uh, one of the elements of the book I didn't hate, uh, when he starts getting, uh, like, winning the keys, he starts getting sponsorship deals because he's such a good player. Mm. And he ends up moving to this much nicer house. And he, the equipment he has is basically a running machine. You know those tread machines you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has one of them. Uh, but then he starts losing weight because obviously because he's moving in the in mm. the virtual world he's moving in the real world and he actually ends up being a lot slimmer and a bit more I'm not saying he doesn't end up being like you know buff but he loses mm. a lot of the weight that he has previously now mm. none of this happens in this film but they have put on these kind of like a bit of a fat I thought they'd put a little fat like he's got a bit of a bigger neck hasn't he you think? didn't you think he looks a bit podged up he just, he just looks weird perhaps you're right he just looks odd yeah but I think they've tried to podge him up a bit and make him a yeah. bit flabby, and he isn't a flabby guy. And it, like you say, just looks. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, he's useless. He's but when a- you see cutaways to the rest of the world all plugged in, yeah, there's no like narrative that everyone's like, you know, warly people, like big fat people no. plugged no. in. No, and also and no I would say one see in terms of how it works because like there's people walking no. down the street with it on. But like yeah. they establish that you're gonna, you've got to be on a thing because you're gonna hit the walls and things like that, aren't you? Because you're on a that's yep. on a treadmill. So when they're all walking out of Starbucks, why are they all just like falling yeah. over and stuff? Yeah. Well, are, when you've only got the basic system, you, do you use like a joystick to move around or something? Or doesn't look you like it because they no, all running down the road. You just have gloves and a visor. I think yeah. you just have gloves and a visor. The basic system, and you can't feel it. <clears throat> and then, like, say, so, yeah, as you say, later on, he has like a whole suit, and there's the, the big bad. He has a whole chair, but I don't mm. even see how that chair works because he's not. He can't move. Moving in the yeah. No. And also, there's something that they do in this film, which is kind of super annoying. Somehow, Everything? all the people... Well, uh, one of the things I found annoying is uh, somehow all the people that are online all the time are also somehow really good at kung fu and martial arts in the real well, world. Well, it's like the Matrix, though, isn't it? But they... No, some but that's in your head, though. You get to download teenager. your head. Yeah, like, he's not going to be good at fighting, yeah. is he? I mean, also, like, this is the most backwards ass version of a future like this in the world because, like, VR now <laughs> is already more advanced than this. Like, the, the knuckle controllers on the new Oculus and things like that are more advanced than walking down the street with a fucking headset on, that's it, right? So, the idea that by 2046, it's not all just Matrix style neurons. No. You, know, you put a thing on your head and it all happens yeah. in your head. And then, as the Matrix worked out 20 fucking years before Zidia yeah. came along, that's how you make people skilled because they download skills into their head and then you can yeah. be all you want to be. But the idea that you're in your stupid house somewhere 
running around like this on a treadmill and like doing plugged into a Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, it's fucking nonsense. (laughs) But also, why would you want to be good at kung fu in the real world when you constantly live in the virtual world? You don't live in the real world. You live all. Everyone lives in the virtual world. That's what it sets up. That there is no real world. Not really. No. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a bigger problem, which we can get to later on as well. Okay. But they don't actually talk about. I think they they wash over a lot of big questions Massively. because they need yeah. to get into other things yes which i accept i think if you okay. just accept that we don't need to know why the world is broke why everyone isn't getting robbed in their house why they're plugged into the fucking <laughs> like you yeah. know what i mean like yeah 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 it's true they would be <laughs> and why the happy ending is that like yeah the world is completely shit so shit that we all live inside this thing. Oh, but but we've got Tuesdays off now, and Tuesday we're going to go back to living in the real world. So it's all fine now. Fucking <laughs> well, stupid. Rushed... What kind of a message is it? It's like, <laughs> well, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, but it's not meant it's, to be. It's, it's meant to be uplifting. Of like, yeah, we saved the day. We've got Tuesdays no, no. off. <laughs> no, no, it's dark. It's not dark. Well, it's supposed to be dark. Okay, let, that's the. Let's. We've got a lot of. Sorry, I've gone to go. too far. Sorry, it's two hours and forty minutes. I'm trying to contain so, myself. I'm trying to contain yeah. myself. I'm oh, sorry. So yep. the one thing that this film has over the book is that you actually get to see the world. Obviously, yeah. in the book, you're imagining it. Yeah. In this, you actually get to see it. What, Chris, first, what did you think of the way they brought the Oasis to life? Like I say, there's this bit at the beginning where you see kind of in the world, you see all this crazy stuff. Yeah. And all. What did you think of how they do it? Did you think the effects were good? Did you I thought like- it was great. I loved it. It was great. Now, I don't think there's enough, like capacity of what i was seeing to like yeah. have everyone on the planet there mm. yeah yeah no, i mean there's not enough space on these levels oh, right, okay. to no. like, right. yeah. true true yeah and um, because everyone would be one everyone would want to be in the same place right? doing the same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no that um, doesn't really make sense does it yeah. but i guess i guess they figure that out on mmos now well it's yeah but you instance if you want to get really geeky about it it'd be like yeah like world of warcraft they instance the same area so like different shards right. are all in the same area on top of each yes. other so that's what happen. No, yeah, okay. yeah 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 so and i've never played any of them mmos so mm. but but i i came to this thinking because i was just hearing your slagathons before <laughs> i i wanted to hate it yeah right but yeah. I, I loved it Loved you it. loved it. Wow. That's yeah. an early... He's put, uh... he's put his stool out early. He loved it. Yeah. Right, okay. I mean, I I think... I do think that this seeing it all is better than reading it all. I enjoyed I, I, seeing... I completely agree with that, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed seeing all of this. Did they do all the references in the book? More. Did they go more, like, more. oh, he's holding the gun from Alien? More. Way it's more. Every, every Chris, fucking line. It's, it is over it's so top. much... Chris, it's so much. And also they do reference on top of reference. So his DeLorean has mm. the, it's the DeLorean, but it has like a something from Ghostbusters on it. Yeah. And then it will have yeah. the so-and-so from right, this yeah. on it. And it, I mean, it, ultimately the book isn't really a book. It's just something you read and go, oh, I get that. Oh, I get that. Oh, I get. I mean, yeah. there is a story in the book and it is this story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I didn't hate the book, but when I finished it, it was just like to me. It was a bit like McDonald's. Is it like walking around Hamleys. It to me, it was like McDonald's. I enjoyed it fine. Uh, <laughs> I ate it all, but I was it, I instantly forgot about it. Basically, after I'd finished I'll, it, it was I'll tell you what gone. the book's like. The book is like right. You know the sort of person who 
you know, like geek culture and all that kind of thing. And I'm not saying yeah. I'm not a geek. I'm clearly a geek. Everyone here, we're all geeks, right? But I, I, I can draw a line between enjoying Ghostbusters and feeling the need to quote it every two seconds and, and do that kind of like nerd check of making sure you know what I'm talking about kind of thing. Yeah. This film yeah. is like being stuck, or the book, even stuck in a, I'm not going to say my film opinion. It's like being stuck in a lift uh, with that person, that guy in IT. Comic Con. At yeah. all Comic Con. And he's just vomiting nostalgia down your throat. <laughs> he's just going, remember Ghostbusters, remember Back to the Future, remember Gundam, remember Godzilla. Yeah. Over and yeah. over and over again yeah. until you just collapse into a puddle and go, yes, I remember it. I remember it. Leave me alone. Please leave me alone. I remember. <laughs> I mean, That's I'm not going to say you're wrong because that is what it is like. It is like that. And um, I'm sorry, but that is not... And of any artistic merit. I could write a book where I list a load of fucking stuff I like. Like, you could do a music version of this, which is like, remember Radiohead? Like, I listened to the 90s bands. Remember remember Radiohead? Remember Muse? Remember should. Interpol? Remember all these bands? And at the end, like, oh, we've got Tuesdays off. But I think it works as a... I think it works because of the world it's in. Because if you were in one of these MMOs and you yeah. could buy all these props, yeah, you would. it really would be like, oh, there's that thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Look at that. And uh, yeah, it, yeah. it really would be like that. I agree with that. So this is exist. the only universe where that would work. I yes. agree. I completely agree with that, that that would exist. And and really, with Fortnite, it kind of already does exist because Fortnite now is just an amalgamation of oh, all yeah. the okay. properties. Like, that's what it is. Kids have already got this. Um, yeah. And I agree with that. But... That does not make a compelling or interesting story. All it does is show that you know a lot of things and that yeah, you know yeah. what, and you think you know what's cool. You're like, oh, look how cool I am. I know all these. Yeah. I mean, that whole book, the whole book basically is, is an unloved nerd saying, look how cool I am. Cause I know all these eighties things you don't know. Yeah. I know all these songs, all these obscure songs, even though fucking jump is not a fucking obscure song. The soundtrack <laughs> is like the, the best of like your fucking grandmaid in the, in the eighties. It's, it's, Anyway, uh, but I'm getting off my top point here. The yeah. point I was going to make anyway was you were talking about the look of the world. To get back to that, yes. I'll say not my opinion, but my wife Lucy's opinion was. She said the only redeeming feature of this film was that I bet it's an interesting case of copyright law getting all these properties together. I mean, yeah. Hmm. At the end of the film, yeah. I did sit there and go, "I've never appreciated lawyers, yep. yeah, <laughs> as much well, as." Well, where's my f- Could where's... you imagine the email chains going oh, on? It's yeah. insane, isn't it? Where and, is and like, it? I wonder if they had, you know, remember Roger Rabbit with that, that screen time thing between Bugs Bunny yeah. and Mickey Mouse? Yeah. I wonder if they had that between like Halo and Gears of War and you know, all these different things. Yeah. Must, must well, mental. So Klein obviously or didn't have any. Spielberg issues. just got on the phone to everyone and just said, well, we're doing this. It's mm. interesting. So Klein didn't have any issues because it was a book. Uh, thanks to Spielberg, it, reputation. He, Spielberg says they got 80% of the copyright elements that they desired. Hmm. Uh, ironically, they weren't able to get Close Encounters of the Third uh, Kind because hmm. it's owned by Columbia. They yeah. weren't allowed to get Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Because... Ridley Scott would tell them to fuck themselves. It was because uh, 2049 was in production, so they didn't want yeah. to sully any of that. <laughs> and, and in fact, in the book, there's a ton of Blade Runner stuff, so yeah. that is a bit uh, bad. There's also a ton of Spielberg, isn't there? And I, I assume that Spielberg took that well, out, you're saying that that was actually a rights thing. It wasn't his choice. No. Spielberg, so no. Spiel, I've got that written down as well. Spielberg, so Spielberg recognised his past films were a significant part of the 1980s popular culture, citing the book, and to avoid being accused of vanity, he opted to re- remove many of the references to his, ho- his own work. 
Right. Klein stated that he believed Spielberg wanted to avoid self-reference to films he directed due to the criticism he received for his film 1941, which lampooned his previous works, Jaws and Ju- uh, Dune. And Dune. Mm. A duel, sorry. Um, so I don't know. Did Spielberg do it because he didn't want to look like he was showing off? Because he, but it's a bit weird. There's no, there's no Jaws. There's no Raiders. There's no. There's a T Rex. <laughs> yeah, there's a T Rex. It's also yeah. a bit like, um, especially at the end, you can see who they could get and couldn't get because like, there's loads of Master Chiefs, and the fact is, yeah. Warner Brothers, you see Batman about ten times, don't you? See, and, there's, is, and there's so much yeah. Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat's a Warner Brothers thing. Yeah. this is way overrepresented. And I mean, I but. think, uh, so basically I enjoyed being able to see it all and I enjoyed spotting things. I, I didn't just sit there spotting things, but when I spotted something, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I agree with Chris. It's good to, like, if there was going to be this, it's good to see this and see it come to life. But as you say, I started to notice what wasn't there. So there's no real Marvel characters there at all. Like mm. none, none at all. And there's certain, like Mario, I don't think is there at all. No. Which seems odd. And then, like you say, they start repeating certain references. Yeah, and you just think, but why, when you've got everything, why are you repeating yourself? That's well, a Star Wars. No, there's, no, Star Wars, uh, there's, no, there's no Star Wars either. Um, have either of um, you seen Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. Yeah, yeah that, did, that did this. That did this years before better, didn't it, really? He man- yeah. Mm, differently. 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 Well, it's the same idea. It's video, video game characters from all over the place mm. getting together and... That thing this of like, oh, here's Sonic and Mario together kind of thing. I know it's, the I know overall, it's more of it. The but. overall story was not the same, though. No, it's the story I mean, I think, better um, Ralph. Roger, yeah, Roger Rabbit is a good uh, comparison yeah. as well, yeah. in a weird way. Um, plot-wise, I'm not going to go on about the plot too much. Uh, you can't, can you? It's basically, like you write on the back no. of a fucking cigarette packet. <laughs> there are trials, and you've got to do the trials to get the keys, and then you win the game. So that what we it. are going to do... Yeah, that is it. Well, no, I mean, the plot that, is, that is, is it, larger though. than that. It's like there's a maker of the world yeah. and there's a super fan. It's, it's Willy Wonka, isn't it? That's what it is. This yeah. film is Willy Wonka. Yeah, it is Willy Wonka, yeah. With a weird yeah, message right? about, like, the guy who made it, like... I mean, the, the character, the, I can't remember his name, is not Ogden, the other one, the main guy. Uh, uh, Halliday. Halliday, yeah, yeah. James Halliday, yeah. His Played by Ma- with his, Mark Rylance. Yeah, Mark Rylance, I think, is doing good work. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. Simon Pegg, not so much. But um, no. I think no. Halliday's relationship with Ogden and his wife is such a weird B plot of like you've yeah. got you've got this guy who's essentially like he's a functioning autistic, isn't he? They make that very clear yeah. how he plays the character, right? So you're making yeah. a, you're making a, a, a statement already about that sort of person who does this kind of work, right? Which mm. isn't unfair, but also is unnecessary. You don't need to have him be this. <laughs> That sort of person, do yeah. you? But then to no. like, amplify that by saying he's a creeper who who couldn't even <laughs> kiss a girl and had to just creep on his on his on his uh, partner's wife, like yeah. it's just it's so weird, such a weird yeah. thing to. It is a bit weird. It is a bit weird. Um, it's really weird. I mean, I think what one thing I think the film does better than a book is in the film you get the idea that the people hunting for the egg, there's not many of them. And that they're mm. super, like you say, they're super obsessed. They're super nerdy. They're the kind of fringe of society. And it's only when they actually start winning the, the keys the and winning yeah. the challenges that people go and start getting into it as well. And they become mm. more popular. I think in the book, it acts like everyone's doing this and every, how impressive it is. I think in mm. this, you get more of a, 
an idea that Wade is a bit of a loser character. He's not... I don't think you see him as being this brilliant... I mean, it, by the end of it, obviously, but towards the beginning, I don't think you're supposed to see him as being that heroic. He is just a bit of a nerd, isn't he? And mm. he's obsessed with this quest that not many people are bothered about. Not really. I mean, um, that, it, the quest only makes sense when it's that as well, because as soon as anybody's interested in it, and this is another thing that we know about the book, was that, like, Klein thinks he's so clever. He thinks he is the cleverest dude ever, doesn't he? And that this, yeah. this, this puzzle he's laid out is, like, mind-blowing. But it's really yeah. not. It's like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's further than going on, on one Wikipedia page, which is probably only three Wikipedia pages deep, isn't it, in terms of research? Yeah. And the idea, especially with adventure, that they, in, the, in the film they even actively say it, this is the first game with an Easter egg in it, right? <laughs> and, then, and then they spend hours not going yeah. after the Easter egg. So, like, the idea that it's yeah. this unwinnable thing only works if you've got some sort of, either something so esoteric that you don't reveal that it, we don't yeah. need to see the, the genius of it. You know, you know something mm. you don't understand it works there yeah. or you are some super brain that devises something that me and me mortals can't understand. Like him just clicking through Wikipedia and telling us, I know about this, this and this and this is not yeah. a conv- compelling argument for a future where everyone is online. They'd solve it in like two fucking seconds flat. Yeah. They? Well, we're talking, I'm going to do this thing all the You've way You've got through. to carry the today's audience along with you though. I think it's got to be, you're right and all them things, but I, th- I don't know. I think that would be a little bit of a step to establish that the audience today has got to stick with that. Mm. I mean, so I you just, just, I just write a different story, then, don't you? That's why it doesn't well, work. Like I'm not what? saying you fix this. I'm saying you don't do this because it's just mm. nothing. Well, what you might Sorry. not know, Chris, it's okay. This is good. This is good. This is good podcasting. What you might not know, Chris, sorry, because it's mm. different. The, 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 the book trials and the trials in a film are very different. So I'm going to, we're going to do this, right? Mm. The book trial, the first trial this in the book. This isn't the book rating system, by the way. No, but I'm going to ask you a question. Thank it's God. linked in, so don't worry. <laughs> it's not a quiz question. It's just a question. So in the book, to get the first key, whatever, you have to play a large-scale version of a Dungeons & Dragons module called Tomb of Horrors. Then, once you've done that, you have to defeat a D&D baddie in a real-life game of Joust, which was an arcade game. In a the man film, on an ostrich, wasn't it, Joust? A man on an ostrich, but real. <laughs> you're on an ostrich, game. too. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So in the film, you have to do this race, which, spoilers, all you have to do is zoom backwards at the start, and then you drive the course backwards, and you win the race. Now, which uh, everyone, which one would you rather do? And if you had to do the book one in real life, which is play a real life version of a computer game, what computer game would you play in real life? Uh, so I'll answer. I would okay. rather obviously do this trial, driving the car backwards, because that's way easier. <laughs> yeah. But if I had to play a real life version of an arcade game, I'd probably play yeah. Frogger, which is just getting a. Cro- I think I could road. do Frogger yeah. crossing a road. I think I could do that. Any. Any what would you anyone any games you'd play real life? I'm just life? crap at all but a uh, crap at all video games, so But you're doing it in real uh, life though, Chris. So it's I do tap right. Because that's just like tap grabbing up. beers, isn't it? It is just grabbing beers, yeah. You could I'm just grab a beer that. and drink a beer. Yeah. yeah, okay. That's all right. You don't have to have an answer, Chris, it's all right. Um oh, Chris's answer moving on though. <laughs> I'll only do like can we play Sim City or something? <laughs> Take a long time, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on, this is the other part of my questions I'm going to ask you along the way. So, yeah, as you, as you both said, there are a bazillion references in this and the book. Um, and the first kind of... There's been a bit where you see the Oasis lots of reference, but the first kind of uh, 
uh, vomiting reference bit is when they go to H's workshop, Wade, H and uh, Artemis, and Wade starts pulling out all the toy ships, spaceships, um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, and he's saying, oh, I've got this, I've got this, I've got this, right? So, okay, both of you, I'm going to say, what game, movie or TV spaceship would you have? And you can have two answers. You can have your real answer, and then you can have an uber nerd answer that you don't actually want, but it just shows how clever you are. Yeah, you just want to show. So I'll go first again. My real answer is I would have the Blackbird from the X-Men comics, which I don't think is that of an uber nerd reference. I think people... Mm. It was in the cartoon, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay, but my nerd answer is the Phoenix from Battle of the Planets. Did you ever see that cartoon series? It's a Japanese G-Force. Okay, it it goes on fire. It's pretty cool, but that's my nerd answer. So what spaceship would you have, Chris? Look at you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what uh, I would probably have the Homeworld mothership. Actually, that's uh, pretty sick. Okay, yeah, yeah. And did you have um, a do you have a very obscure nerd answer just to show off? That's that's not quite obscure. That's pretty obscure. Oh, is it? Idea. Okay, yeah. right. Okay, yeah, it's okay. It's okay if you do. Yeah, Sam, yeah. what spaceship would you have? Well, I, I mean, I'd have the bat. The Batwing would be my. Uh, I'd, I'd love okay. a Batwing. I just love it. Yeah. Not really a spaceship either, but well, well you could adapt it, couldn't you? Uh, but if you but if you want a nerd answer, I would go with. I don't know really. I like um, it's like spaceships, like the Mass Effect, the big world they live on, the mm. big ring world they live on. I'd have that. I'd drive that around. Okay. <laughs> All right. And and as we talked about the race, hmm. which car would you have? So any, what car would you have from movie, TV, hot or rod. computer game? A hot hot rod from, from what? A hot rod toy? Oh, hot, hot rod from Transformers. Transformers, yeah. Okay, do you have an, an ultra-obscure nerd answer? Not really, no. <laughs> just hot rod. I would have the Batmobile, the Tim I mean, Burton Batmobile. Alex, you have had time to think about this, whereas we've been... Oh, no, I know. That's, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. It's not very fair. <laughs> but that's why I'm giving them as well. Uh, my okay. ultra-obscure nerd answer is I would have the car from the film The Car, which is a 1977 uh, horror film, which is about a dem- demonically-possessed car. Uh, it's a pretty cool car. But, um, was there a Knight Rider car in there? No, there isn't a Knight Rider. Yeah, I think the DeLorean has a red light at the front. And it's supposed to be like... It's supposed I've, to be I've light. been in the Knight Rider car. You've been in the Knight Rider car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I've got a hat uh, with a red hat. This is David Hasselhoff. This is Making Waves, the name of the book he was putting out at the time. Wow. Yep. <laughs> Signed <laughs> by Dave himself. Yep. Wow. There you go. That's my nerd reference for you. Yeah, <laughs> good one. Night Rider car. Yeah. Okay. Night Rider car is pretty good one. I'd quite like a uh, Jurassic Park Jeep as well. Oh, a Jurassic too. Park Jeep would be brilliant. That would yeah. be really good. They could have put that in, couldn't they? Why didn't they do that? I wanted to I go know. get married. I'm drive to marriage one of those. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> what in a Jeep or the or the the Jeep the Jurassic Park Jeep the, or the Land Cruiser one. What's the Land Cruiser? You know, the one that they do the tour in, or oh, the yeah, gas yeah. jeep. Oh, oh the, the red one, the gas jeep. Gas jeep, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, back to Ready Player One. Uh, at this point, we kind of get introduced to the baddie, uh, who is a person called Sorrento, and he runs a business called, uh, an office's IOI, and basically he wants control of the Oasis so that he can put adverts in there and stuff. And I love that, like, showing how they could put, really yeah. stack it full of adverts. <laughs> And then they say you have like a, yeah. a breakdown. 
yeah. if you have like ninety percent of your vision covered by adverts or something <laughs> yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, it's got. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I quite like the fact that the they put the the sixes which are in the book is just basically just they keep spawning bots, don't they? And just sending them into the game to try and to try and yeah. win. I think that's really good. Mm. I think that Sorrento as a villain, I think a better book wouldn't make him so stupidly kind of like like a cartoon villain. You know, like when they show the thing of him being like their intern and like how he had all those ideas and they just treated him badly. I think yeah. it would have actually been more interesting if he'd just been a businessman and he hadn't actually even yeah. been that evil. He'd just been... He just wants to take it over for business. His, his like, whole character is such, yeah, you're right, he's such like a caricature of business. Because the way he's, he's like pitching yeah. like gold and platinum subscriptions and stuff, too, isn't he, in that meeting? Yeah. And again, like, like now that exists. That is a thing now that exists yeah. everywhere, right? And it exists mm. in, when he wrote the book, it existed everywhere. And we've so, accepted so, it as well. So the idea that this this intern are going, oh, what if we did this crazy thing? And they're like, no, 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 no. It would be, it'd be built into the the core model yeah. of every app now is a subscription. It's not a, it's not a, like yeah. we were saying earlier on, it's a freemium thing. So the yeah. idea that this didn't exist and it's, this intern is like some evil genius, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, you have to other... jump through so many logical hoops to get into this world where it's like, <laughs> here is one man's worldview from a very specific point of time in the early 2000s. Mm extrapolated out massively and is instantly instantly out of date like it's it's yeah. this film is so out of date before it's even released isn't it i mean i think i think you i think you have actually hit a problem with this in that it is out of date a lot of the Hugely. concepts and the ideas yeah we we've already well, because the nature of what it's doing it's just gonna date itself yes very quickly well, some but of the matrix the doesn't so like that's it though no, the, the Matrix, Matrix somehow is, is, is a, is a sideways. There's plenty of dystopias that work in a way that isn't dated like this. But I guess because this is full of references, it has to date itself. Yeah, the itself. Matrix hasn't got any references. No, it is referenced. It is not the mm. reference in a way. Well, well yeah, and that's built... why you don't fucking do it. The Matrix, <laughs> the Matrix works in a w- because it's in a universe, like a pre... like. A thought out and built the, the, world. The, the machines took over in the Matrix mm. before now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before yeah. Yeah. the internet and 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 mass superculture on the internet. Yeah, but it wouldn't matter so, when they took over because they because they defined they defined a real world. So if they were writing the Matrix now, it'd probably be different. But I bet it still wouldn't be as flimsy and as as ass backwards as this place, would it? Because they're defining an actual <laughs> world that's based on a world and isn't just oh, what if the internet oh, was a no, VR the world? Matrix, the Matrix they made. <laughs> They made the Matrix to be at, at that technological level. Yeah, so it's a story to, reason yeah. that to keep, works. To yeah. keep humans controlled. Yeah, so it works. That's, That's the reason. Point. It, yeah, which is good. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other villain in this is uh, a character called Irock, who oddly is from the book, but he's basically not really in the book at all. And he's voiced by T.J. Miller, the problematic T.J. Miller, if you hit this into our Cloverfield uh, episode about the problems behind tj miller um now i actually think he's annoying but i quite like him in this because i think that he in all these scenes that are supposed to be so stupidly dramatic with like sorrento's avatar is this big businessman and this silly like skull chested villain thing he just keeps saying stupid things about he's got a backache and about how the stuff doesn't really work that way. And 
while the film is almost trying to build up these dramatic moments, he's like deflating them constantly because he is just a guy sitting in his living room with a headset on playing the game who just happens to be good at the game and has a lot of stuff. And I think it, it actually works quite well as a kind of, um, it's a bit of a different element that isn't in the book. And it is a bit of, it, it, I think it's a little bit intelligent the way they do that. But it's not, and it doesn't work, and it doesn't work because they don't understand, right? That, that joke, that gag, is better yeah. if they cut to some fat slob sat yeah. with Doritos yeah, stuff. You know, in the Truman Show, they change the TV yeah. channel, or there's a yeah. South Park episode where they're in World of Warcraft, and they keep cutting back to him in the basement covered in Cheetos, yeah. things like that. If That's you cut true. out of it, otherwise, he's in a different film. He's not, they're all so self-serious, and he's going, oh, my back yeah. hurts, stuff like this. Well, that's not the film you're in. Right, and mm. I get, and I understand no, why because because the yeah. you've you're you're doing the work there for them. You're connecting the dots. What they should do is they just cut out twice in the film for for ten seconds. Yeah, this fat him. slob, or like when he dies, like when he dies at the end. I thought they were going to do this. I thought they were going to do it. As he dies, then he just takes his headset off and he goes and plays something else. Yeah, that would have been quite good. Yeah, you're right. That would have been better. Okay, maybe I'm doing the work here. You are I'm giving. Uh, I'm giving Spielberg more credit than he deserves. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we get to the obligatory club scene and uh, basically, like, I, like we said, they've, they've, lots of the characters, the main characters, have won the, the first key. So they're looking for the second key in it. They think it's this thing to do with jumping in a big hole in this big club. I didn't think this club looked very good. I didn't think it was very well realised. It was very dark and blue, wasn't it? Mm. It wasn't very impressive, was it? As a No. no. If you think about it, even the, the one in Tron's better than that and that's just like a normal yeah. club, isn't it? Yeah, I just didn't think this was very good. So second, so we're back to the questions. Uh, which game, movie, or TV dance routine would you do at this point? <laughs> so my answer is also my nerd answer. It's my uber nerd answer, which is the Oscar Isaac dance routine from oh, Ex I was, Machina. I was literally going to say that. Yeah. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> As if you would, who wouldn't want to do yeah, that? Yeah, it's the first like, thing to go that's to. That's the best. Really. Yeah. And it's a bit of a weird reference. So like, you'd be like, oh, do you not know the Oscar? I've got my Oscar Isaac's uh, Ex Machina costume <laughs> on. Didn't you, didn't you, didn't you recognise it? Uh, so yeah, okay. What would you, Chris? What dance routine would you do at this at this point? Um. Oh, I don't know. Um. I've got one. My oh, backup what? one so, would be from a. There was a. a do you remember Connect, the, the dancing around thing on the uh, Xbox? Oh, yeah. There was yeah. a game called Connect Star Wars that had a galactic, oh. da- galactic dance off mode. Yeah. And you could dance off with Darth Vader and that, so I'd do that. Yeah. That sounds good, yeah. That would upset a lot of people as well. I think that's a good one. I think it was um, Holoback Girl by Gwen Stefani, but it was Hologram Girl, and you could be Darth Vader going, <laughs> you know, you're my Hologram oh, God. Girl. I'd yeah. do some sort of Ewok dance. The end of yeah the the dance at the end Yub, of Yubnub uh, the original yeah yeah Yubnub yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good or you could <laughs> we could all do we could all three of us do the dance from Transformers the movie to uh, that song they sing uh, no. in uh, uh, on the planet Death Eric Idle's planet Yankovich yeah maybe yeah we could yeah. do that yeah it'd be stupid um, which is also that Max <laughs> my Park song that's that's going over old problems <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, this is the point where it gets a bit serious, the film, because uh, uh, Wade Parzival was in love with Artemis. Uh, and as H has pointed out, it, it, Artemis could be anyone, but, she, he's in, but he's in love with her. And he's just treating this like a game. And it's not a game, because her dad died in a loyalty centre. He borrowed gear, he built up debt, he moved in with promise of working out, but he never did. Io just raised his living expenses, then he got sick, and he couldn't afford to get out, and then he died. Why? So... Why did they do that? 
You know those loyalty center things, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What, What's the point? What are they doing in them? Yeah. <sighs> just grinding, just playing those games. But why? Oh, she's on a prison thing, isn't she? She's in. Yeah, like but a, aren't they yeah. like doing something useful for the? Well, the, the, the thing she makes her do is they make it make her like plant bombs that are heavy. But you're in yeah. a computer game, so why? <laughs> just plant... No, they make them. Have yeah. you have you seen the film? Surely, sorry to bother you. I think it's called. Have you seen that? No. No. It's very, very good. It, we could, it's kind of science fiction. Anyway, there's this whole... You, you should watch it, but there's this whole thing about affordable housing, which is kind of a bit like this, in the, this right. but, but, but done way more intelligently and way mm. more, like, sinister. Um, anyway, well, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, but, I mean, it makes sense if, like, they plugged in their brain into the system and used their brain to, like, mine Power. Bitcoin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, sense. it's not... Yeah, well... Anyway, uh, shit gets real because uh, Sorrento finds out Wade's identity uh, and they have a meeting. And this this scene, which I'm pretty sure is exactly the same in the book, uh, Sorrento's like trying to be all like cool, but not cool, and referencing John Hughes and Breakfast Club <laughs> and stuff like that. And, and he's got his team of people who are feeding him answers. And it's quite funny how outraged the the card like the computer game character like he gets so angry doesn't he about like <laughs> yeah. how dare you like da 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 um uh, yeah but also anyway. he's so went over at first he's like oh you, you've heard of breakfast club wow you're a real yeah. cool dude <laughs> yeah um so obviously i'm gonna ask my question which game movie or tv school would you turn all the schools into uh my answer is greendale community college from community i don't only have that answer that's <laughs> the only school i'd want to go to what school would you like to go to, Chris, if you could go to any school in a virtual world? Um, space camp. Space camp. <laughs> you could have Starfleet Academy. Oh, oh Starfleet, yeah, Starfleet Academy. Academy. Yeah. yeah. Is that going to be the art? Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah. I, I'd go to, um, uh, um, um, you know, the one in, what's the film? Is it Attack of the Clones or Sith? The one where they're all sat in those little pod things with weird hats on doing like, oh, yeah. Jedi training. <laughs> It's quite a calm, nice place to be. Very relaxing. Being a, you'd be a youngling at the uh, training centre. Anyway, the second key is not where they thought it was. The second key, in a very convoluted way, ends up being in a complete recreation of The Shining. Um, now, again, this isn't how it is uh, in in the book, but I was very quite clever. This though, isn't it? I quite. I'm not going to lie. I quite like this scene. I think this scene. You know, is really you know well the way done. this would be good, right? If if Kubrick was still alive, this would be so funny. Because imagine if Stanley Kubrick could see them, could see them doing this to to the Shining. You know, having fucking all these zombies and stuff running yeah. around the Shining. He would be he's spinning around his grave. Yeah, I mean, I quite enjoyed this scene. So basically, like basically, these five characters are in the Shining. They recreate exact scenes, but it's a bit more gamified. Uh, there's this whole thing about oh, the dance hall with ghosts. and I mean, that's just a bit silly. Uh, and also have to make up a reference to make that work, don't they? Because they have to say, mm. oh, that's from one of his games that he did, which is a reference to... That doesn't exist, so that was a bit... I can't see how Ernest Klein was happy with that because it wasn't a nerd reference. It was an invented mm. reference. Um, now, so you didn't like this... Sam, you weren't. It's happy fine. With this? It's fine. The first bit's fine when they're walking around and the corridor stuff like that. But then, yeah. once the blood falls out and that guy goes into the goes into the room two three seven, he's like fighting like ninja with <laughs> knives and stuff. Yeah, oh, I love bit... that. It's so ridiculous. I quite, I quite like. It is it. ridiculous. Yeah, I think the the only thing to me that was a bit disappointing was that it was The Shining because uh, 
Doctor Sleep, which is a sequel to The Shining, they recreate The Shining actually very well in that. So mm. I kind of I would have liked to have seen another film recreated. Is um, there a film of that? Yeah. Of Doctor Sleep, it's yeah. Sequel. Yeah, it's very oh, good. It yeah, it's oh, good. Right. Yeah, you should see it. So the different you McGregor or something. Yes. So book versus movie. So that's what you had to do in the film. We all know what you had to do. In the book, what you have to do is recite the entirety of the movie War Games, or at least a scene from the movie War Games. Then you have to do a text adventure called Zork to unlock a Voight Kampf machine from Blade Runner and then play a game of Black Tiger. See, the back does sound... Book does sound annoying. Yeah. Much worse. I, I, yeah, yeah. I had it finished and untwist some rush trivia as well. That's also what you've got to <laughs> yeah. do. So yeah. which would which would you two which one would you rather do? Would you rather do the shining thing or would you rather do all that? Um, I don't know. I'd rather do the shining thing. I think the shining no, thing's I, easier. Well, I don't know, because everyone keeps dying in it. When they show them all in the room, yeah. all the employees of that company, they're all getting What movie would you like to go back to? Well, hey, this is my brilliant, Chris. This was my second question. Yeah. So if you had to do the book one and you basically mm. had to quote lines from a film, what film mm. do you think you could do? <laughs> Because, all right, I'll tell you something, Jaws. guys. I, are you going to... Jaws? You reckon you could do Jaws? I think, Chris? actually, I think uh, probably Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Empire Strikes Back. Or Ghostbusters. Which, the first which Ghostbusters. film world would you most like to be in? Oh, okay. Well, that's hard. Blade Runner. Yeah. Blade Runner? Yeah, Blade no, Runner would be pretty cool. Out of all film worlds, yeah, yeah, you'd yeah, want to yeah, be I, in the Blade Runner I'd love it, world. Yeah. Yeah. Not enjoyable. I mean... Oh, no, I would I mean, be enjoyable. I wouldn't be, like, like poor there. I'd be rich, wouldn't I? But... Okay. Chris, which, which film do you think you could quote? You could play out a scene in, quoting every line? Uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Good. I mean, that would be my film. Live in one. Yeah, well. I nearly. I have you both know. I nearly got scenes from both those. I picked. I said Jurassic Park, and I was going to do Blade Runner for Sam, and I was going to make you do this, but I just thought, no, this is way too hard. We're not going to do that. Uh, oddly, if I'm being honest, uh, I think the, the film that I might be able to get through this scene with is Predator Two, quoting dialogue back. Yeah, I used mm. to watch that a lot. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, me being Danny Glover, basically, I think I could do that. Would you wear the baggy pants as well? Yeah, 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 I think I could do that. Good. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, the film barrels on uh, and they're looking for the third key. uh, And uh, weirdly, they don't explain the clue in uh, the film of how you get the third key. It's something to do with uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and the song Schoolhouse Rock in the film. Um, it is weird. Yeah. It's like somebody off screen who's not in the crew solves it, don't yeah. they, in the film? And they're just like, yes. oh, somebody's worked it out or something. Yeah, no, it's mm. a bit odd. It's uh, like even, I think it's because the they don't want to go through that again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even the film, is the, the little thin bit of plot is there. They're already bored of themselves and they can't bother to go through it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would say I was enjoying this film, but I was starting to flag up this point a bit. Um, Do you want to know the uh, only entertaining thing for me about the second half of this film? Was that... When they show the shots them in the real world driving around that van, oh, yeah. they are they they filmed that in Birmingham and they filmed oh, it God. like sort of around my old flat. So it's a bit oh. jarring because they're meant to be going all over a city, but they're essentially going around three roads <laughs> in like a square uh, called Liv- Livery Street in, wow. in Livery Street in Birmingham. And so for me and Lucy, it was odd because they just kept like it was like they're going to our flat over <laughs> and over again. And we kept saying, "If you go one more street over, there's a lovely garden there. It's a really pretty one street over. Just go a little bit further." So it's kind of a. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. It's made me realise if you live somewhere like 
you know, New York or whatever, I bet you have that quite yeah. a lot where you have that dissonance of where in films where people are going long distances, they're not, are they? They're just going around around the same no, bit of road really. over and I, over again. I mean, they film a lot of stuff at the college in Greenwich. It's very easy yeah. to like work that out sometimes when you see that. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it is jarring. Mm. Um, but yeah, so plot wise, the Sixers have found where the last key is. It's in a big castle. It's on Planet Doom, which I was a bit annoyed that we were going back to a place that we had already seen. Again, I felt like, come on, this is a huge world. Uh, anyway, so Wade's plan is to summon everyone in the world to strike against the, uh, the, the company, as it were, the corporation, take them down so that he can win. Now, it's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Because he's basically saying we don't want the man to win, but you want me to win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's Been not really. A new man. Do- yeah, they don't know he's going to give it to everyone and be like a good well, guy. Well, also, like, like Artemis's idea was you'd think would be to turn it off, not to just mo- just transfer ownership. <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. 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 No, it doesn't, yeah. Uh, so there's this big, massive fight. Uh, and it's this, I mean, it's a huge battle thing. You get loads and loads of stuff. Uh, the kind of the, the huge bit that is that there's a Sorrento, the baddie, has a Mecha Godzilla. Uh, and then there's also an Iron Giant, uh, and then there's also a Gundam. Uh, now, can you, can you explain to me why the Iron Giant is in it so much? Because it's not exactly a uh, beloved Spielberg? property. Is Spielberg really into the Iron Giant? Is it? It's American. I it, I, no, I don't know. I felt like they. I know they couldn't get the rights to. I want to say Ultraman or someone like that. Someone that's in the book they couldn't get the rights to because there's ongoing rights issues with it um but i don't know what it is um but in the book there are a lot more robots so i'm gonna say which giant robot from a game movie or tv uh would you have my nerd answer is the mega maid from Spaceballs. do you remember that the giant (laughs) maid thing (laughs) which i think would be hilarious (coughs) if they put that in um, annoyingly, done, my yeah. real answer is sadly the answer, the actual robot that is in Ready Player One, which the book, which is Leopardon, which is the Japanese Spider-Man robot. And it actually is what I would pick because it is a pretty cool robot and it's a bit it's stupid, but it's, it's funny. Uh, so what giant robot would you have, Sam? Well, I mean, mine's in the film, Mechagodzilla, without a doubt. You'd have Mechagodzilla. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Chris, any giant robots you'd like to be in this if you're in this game world? Not giant robots, but uh, Ed 209 would be good. Good choice. Um, Yeah, and Ed 209. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's good. That's a good answer. Um, Well, there's a massive fight, uh, and it looks very nice. I mean, it looks good, I think. There's lots to look at. Um, But basically, we're barreling in to the final trial. Uh, and as uh, Sam spoiled, the final trial right. is basically just playing this one game. And it is exactly the same in the book as it is uh, in the film. And it is a bit odd that they don't understand. I mean, he's got a they, team they, they, of people who repeatedly expert. say the reason they're playing adventure is because it's the first it's, game yeah. that had Easter eggs. And they know, yeah. they know the reason they're playing it. And yet they yeah. don't. And like this idea that. I know he goes like about how you know the thing the pixel and you have to like go and pick the pixel yeah. and run around and do all this sort of stuff. If you type in, I'm going to do it right now. But if I type in adventure Easter egg into thing, you'll get a, a fact. Tell you how to do thing. it. It, I mean, it is a bit weird. The first it's link like, is how to find the find the hidden Easter egg in adventure on Google. It there is. You go. I, I kind of take what you're saying on board. Is that they seem to be simultaneously in a future world 
that is advanced, but somehow also it's, it's, it's forgotten us, everything. It's also behind us as well. Yeah. Because yeah. the Wikipedia. If there isn't a Google, if there isn't a search engine, so imagine everything's as is, but they don't have a search engine. But there's that ridiculous right. whole vault of his, all... his his stuff, isn't there? All his, his, yeah. his uh, you know. That... Yeah, but that's still like they're thumbing through uh, in Carter or an encyclopedia. But hang on, but what? It's the... not like. But why is there no search it's engine? It's not like Google. Where's Go- why is Google gone? I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, it's like, you know, imagine it's like saying, uh, uh, you know, all sci-fi films before there was iPhones didn't have iPhones in in their back. Yeah, in but this history. came out in 2018, though, didn't it? It's just. Yes, I know, but it's just. It's, I think it's just. I think it's just a rule. It's just but, a bit odd that. But then, if, so if it's a rule, they need to say it in yeah. the film, don't they? If that's the case, they need in the film to say, "Oh, we, for, for some reason in 2030 we lost the internet." Mm. It's just a bit <laughs> of a weird. No, one. they didn't lose the internet. They just didn't have search engines. It's a bit odd, though. I, d- I mean, yeah, I, I don't, think you're really through hoops even to if this. even if you even if you accept that Sorrento has a team of experts, so literally a yeah. room full of people. All who have glasses, all who, all who look like the stereotype of a nerd for some reason. Like, they can't go beyond that. Um, anyway, anyway, so I guess this is the last trial. As I say, it's the same in the book as in the, uh, as in the film. What video game do you reckon you could beat? Res. Res? I did it in about I... 20 minutes in the morning on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could it's have a, a good game. bang at Street... Street Fighter 2, I think I could maybe get to the end of that. But, I mean, it's hard. Chris, is there a computer game you reckon you could beat to win the uh, to win the Oasis? I know you're not a huge gamer, but you'd have to... It has to be something you could beat reasonably well. Uh, any Sega Mega Drive game. Say Jurassic Park and the Mega Drive. Nice. That was, uh... Yeah, old yeah. school. Oh no, there was a, there was actually a level on that I could never beat. Oh. What was that game? Uh, with the, what was the game with the Louis in it? Um, uh, Super Bomberman. Bomberman, that was it. Yeah. Mega oh, Bomberman. Super Bomberman and the Louis. Played all yeah. the time, didn't we? Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's a, that was a great game. Great game. Like, that was four a player. Game, yeah. Mega Bomberman. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. Was that the one where you could when you when you died you could be off the side of the screen throwing bombs? Have you played that version? Yeah. yeah. So you can and carry you on throwing bombs. These thing called Louis that were like little dinosaurs, but they were called Louis for some reason. Yeah. yeah, they were like Tauntauns. Yeah, they, oh, yes, yeah. yeah, they're like more reared up, weren't they? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, Wade, uh, Wade solves the last puzzle and uh, he's uh, offered the, uh, he's offered the, to sign, um, like, to, to get to ownership of everything. But he realises that this is also a test because uh, Halliday hated the fact that he got his... It's a bit naff, that bit. Uh, so he ends up in Halliday's childhood bedroom, where Halliday is as a child and as an adult. And there's the exchange that Sam's already already said, that basically reality is reality, that even, even James Halliday himself says, you know what, we should be in the real world every so often, even though it's total shit out there. Just but you should cheese. be out there. But the... That's not the interesting thing. The interesting thing is, he says, Wade says, oh, you're not uh, an avatar, are you? You're, you're something else. And he won't really answer. And I, there's an IMDB trivia that says that Halliday's actually in the crowd at the end. I, kind I know of what implying, the answer is. Oh, okay. So what is the answer then? Is he dead or not in, dead? In Ready Player 2, it is revealed that there is an AI living in the game that is Halliday, that he is... Uh, oh. 
He's the he's the uh, antagonist in Ready Player Two. Oh, have you read Ready Player Two? No, I read the synopsis of it, and uh, and also oh, okay. someone did a really good Twitter thread where they're like just taking out lines from it and laughing at it. So I got. Okay, thank well, it you. It a lot that. worse than Ready Player One, which is ridiculous, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, once you've done this, as in you've read all the references, I don't see how you can do it again. And I don't... The, I mean, the second supposed book is the be... same thing. It's the same yeah. thing. The second book is another quest, exactly the same, and oh. it's just more references. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't see how there could be another film of this, really. They are making the... the it's in oh. production. <laughs> I just don't think it will work. I mean, anyway. Well, I'll watch it. I mean, I would watch it, but I... Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's uh, Ready Player One. So let's have final thoughts. Chris, what were your final thoughts on Ready Player One? Uh, I didn't know what I was getting when I went in, but I actually had low expectations just because you guys. Yep. Um, and I, it was kind of one of them, you know, like the Lego movies are just like, yeah. Kind of a lot of stuff to yeah, take in. Yeah, yeah. I kind of thought, that, yeah. oh, it's going to be like a bit like that. Like, I hate the Lego movie because I just think it's just like, <laughs> it explains why kids' minds are mental. Like, <laughs> they're just like, yeah. I just can't take it all in. And yeah. It makes me feel old. And the this, I think it's because of all the references, which I know I would get and I yeah. know that young people wouldn't get. Yes, as well, yeah, which was kind of good, yeah. And there's references for people that are older than me as well. There, mm-hmm. um, I liked it once I figured out that it was basically Charlie, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah. And uh, I quite like that, and I like the darkness of that story mm-hmm. in in what it does, and this does similar things. Uh, I don't like Simon Pegg. He plays the wrong age, I think. Yeah, he was rubbish. It's terrible. Um, yeah, he was I don't rubbish. know why he's in it. No. I just don't know why he's in Skibbles, it. Skibbles, no. mate. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, all in all, had a good time. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll go next. We'll save okay. Sam up. <laughs> I thought this was better than the book. I didn't hate the book. I thought the film was better. I think I visually I enjoyed watching it. I liked picking the things out. I didn't... I think the references in this are actually a bit more accessible than in the book. I don't think the film's trying to like laugh at you or be smug at you. I think the film wants yes. you to join in and get the references. Maybe that's because it's Spielberg and he's a bit older himself and he didn't want to make it too mm. obscure. I think the film, you're kind of with the film as well. Um, I thought mm. the main guy was awful. Um, I thought I think, I think the effects look good. I mean, it, Spielberg made the film The Post while he was waiting for the 1,500 digital effect shots to be done for this film. He made an entire other film, um, which he did as well. It says he did uh, E.T. He did that with uh, Jurassic yeah. Park and Schindler's List, yeah. though, as well. So Yeah, and E.T. during Raiders as well. Um, mm. So, no, overall, it was better than the book. It's enjoyable, but it still is the same as the book in that I kind of I got through it, I enjoyed it, but afterwards I just felt a bit empty and... I. Uh, it doesn't. It didn't enrich my life, but I enjoyed it while it was happening. But it doesn't. It's not going to like. It doesn't really mean anything in a way. It's quite empty, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Sam, <laughs> top of the list. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> the problem. 
I'll, I'll agree with you, right? Positives. I'll agree with you. It is not as bad as the book, and that point you made is a, is is completely spot on. Is that this film is not sneering at you and trying to outcall you. You're spot on mm. with that. That the references are more like a, this is a celebration of things. Let's look at mm. things that we all know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that is definitely a better way to tackle it than the book sort of, I'm cooler than you, I'm cooler than you. Yes, I'm a fat mm. slub, but it doesn't matter, I'm cooler than you kind of vibe, which is just <laughs> disgusting and don't encourage that. However, having said that, this film is 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 uh, like industry. This is like the technology of a film with nothing else. There's no heart to it. It's the heart stripped out. And for fucking Steven Spielberg, of all people, to have made this film, the guy who his, his, he, he, he invented the blockbuster that has the heart of a proper film, you know, that, mm. that has a story that, that carries you through, that, like, Jurassic Park is, is a brilliant a story adapted from a book, which, you know, this is why it's good, I suppose, married to... to effects and spectacle and characters that are real and rounded and you care about and and you you get and you want to see more from and when they come back and see you think oh that's great i couldn't remember one thing about this character because there's nothing there to them and the fact that this is spielberg doing this is just sick it's sick like what is wrong with him to like want to do this i can't understand why you do it so like on a fundamental level Yes, the effects. I, I, to be honest, I think some of the effect shots aren't very good in this. I think they're they're crowded and there's a lot going on, but I don't think the actual mm. effects are particularly good. It just looks like a a, a computer game cutscene, which I know is kind of the point. Mm. But yeah, it's the point. It, yeah, and yeah. I, yes, it's a spectacle. But I cannot watch it and get over that fact of like it just feels like something is dying. Like this, like this is the <laughs> like think of all the think of the the thousands, the tens of thousands of hours that went into making this right. And I know you can say mm. that about a lot of it, a lot of media material and things like that but like this is people very highly skilled people regurgitating the same shit back at us to make us have a dopamine hit of going i recognize that i recognize that i recognize that i recognize that and what they've done they've accidentally put us all in this loyalty center and this ready player one is actually this is this dystopian future played out because this is art without art this is just this is the the, the artifice of nostalgia stripped of all meaning or 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 anything it's absolutely disgusting and for that reason i think there's room in the world for one film where that's the language of the film though i, I don't agree i don't agree especially at the, at the scale of it and of just what it's so disgusting anyway i do think it's better than the book but having said that i think there's only one worst film on this list and that's law man wow <laughs> Okay, so you're straight down the bottom. And I, genu- I genuinely think that. I'm not just trying to be controversial. I genuinely, genuinely think that. This film is disgusting. Okay. <laughs> right, well, now I would say <laughs> I don't. I think Breathe Transformers down. by Michael Bay is a worse film because although I agree with a lot of what you're saying, Transformers ruined something for me. This doesn't ruin mm. anything, does it? This doesn't, like, no. sully the memory of Back to the Future, or no. it doesn't make the things it's referencing, it doesn't make them worse by referencing. It just says, oh, do you remember that? And you go, yeah, I do. Like, it doesn't... But whereas that Transformers film actually it, it, it disrespected Transformers. I don't think... I felt dumber. Yeah. I don't think this, the references in this aren't disrespectful... They're just there. They're not, but they're not yeah, like, yeah. you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sam, yeah. are you agreeing but, or? I mean, but Transformers was Michael fucking Bay. This is Steven Spielberg. 
He, well, he, he should yeah, be but doing better. Spielberg made a lot of crap. Recently, oh, I know, I know, I but like, he's... it's just, it's just yeah. sad, isn't it? Well, I, and I think it's sad to be reminded of things like, like when they do the little Back to the Future tinkler things like that. And that's yeah. like, and that's like Zemeckis. But and the, and the Jurassic Park, T Rex, things like that. To be reminded of this golden age of big films that were also, mm. you know, top ten of our yeah. list or whatever. Yeah, it's just mm. sad. Like, it's, I, I know, I know, everyone gets old and shit. That's life. You get old, you get shit. That's life. I know Spielberg mm. shit. But I don't want to be reminded of it, you know. I don't. It's not nice to look okay. at. Okay, sad. I'll play. Um, I think these things aren't like they're not. They're not in a vacuum. Any of them things that we remember and nostalgic about. I think. I think you have to accept that this the world has gone like into this hyper uber mashup of where the whole world is basically like Forbidden Planet. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, I'm not interested. It's not great. No, it's not great. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play my card here. I don't think this is worse than Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. It is yeah. not. It, that is a worse film than this. It is, yeah. And again, that's worse. disrespectful to a character that we all love. That treats that character like well, garbage. I mean, forget my rating for now. Where would where would you two put it just naturally? If I wasn't here, where would you, where would Chris? Where would you put it in the list? I'd probably put it somewhere like. Um, not even joking now. I'm not doing this for effect at all. Um, it's going to say so high. <laughs> no, no. Like 115 maybe? Yeah. Something like that? Okay. I mean, I would say around 160, which is Doom, because I think Doom is quite a nice touch point for this because that was a, like, you know, like that's a computer game film. Or below, actually, I like Predators mm. better than this. I'd rather watch I'd say Doom. 162, I'd probably say. We're talking. I'd yeah. put it. Yeah, yes. I like. I like. Yeah, because it, it doesn't ruin anything for me. There's a lot of films here which are ruining things. Yeah, it ruined, it's, it's ruined the entirety of culture for me. It's ruined my outlook on the entire of everything. But, it's like the culmination of everything that's wrong. I with think everything. it's a window into. I don't know how many. I mean, I go to comic cons in London whenever there is one, and it's kind of like maybe it's already been sort of softened a little bit for mm. me yeah also i would say that if you i think there'd be a lot of people that would get into that like real excessive gamer bit at the beginning and they'd just be like i'm not watching this mm. it just it's just a computer mm. game like i think a lot of people would switch off quite early on in this i, mean, I don't it think is they'd like, be on board i had to pause we had to pause twice at the start and explain to us what was going on because that exposition <laughs> if you're not on the wavelength of it is, is a real like quick it's, yeah. It throws a lot at you very it. fast at the start of that film, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my parents wouldn't have a chance. No. Yeah, then no, mine wouldn't either. No, no. No, it's. Yeah. Which is weird, because like you say, Chris, like the references are all for our age, but I think you're right about that Lego yeah. movie thing of saying that the pace of it is definitely at the generation below us, isn't yeah. it? It's aimed at the. It's odd. It's a kind of a, it's stuck between two worlds, in effect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It should be all And Fortnite I can't characters. see Steven Spielberg's mind working at the speed it's at. No. I think. He's. I don't know what he's doing on the film. I don't know mm. because I mean, this is made by VFX geeks working at VFX houses. That's yeah. what the film's made by. Mm. Spielberg hasn't got nostalgia for his fifties, has he? Which is what he's referencing throughout this film. No, that's it's ridiculous. No. It's absolutely ridiculous. No, it's an odd. But I mean, thank God it wasn't directed by like Zack Snyder or I mean, there's other there's worse directors. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be exactly the same film. It'd be exactly the same film. You think what 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 in this film is Spielberg bringing to this film? Of no, them maybe getting everyone in the room anything. to make the rights. No, he's not doing anything. He, he does. The, he does actually that. He does the jaws, uh, the zoom, or the beach. You know, I can't remember what it's called. Oh, what it's called. He does yeah, that in this. Zoom, and yeah. Just a really 
you know, shit down no. your throat. It's not a film where the hand of the director is very evident, I would have to say. No. But you're right, probably without him, it probably wouldn't have come together. No, so actually, he's the secret source. Exactly. You know? Is it yeah. better than Theodore Rex at 176? What about around How the Duck? Where's that? Because that's like... Uh... <laughs> yeah, that's 170. 170. I think would Equilibrium is a better film. I mean, I, think yeah, I, mean I would have it higher, obviously, but I can just see there's a lot of hate going on. So, And I've caught by t- by 30 films. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not in the real, real bin. Above Bicentennial? Yeah. I mean, above 2012? 2012 is terrible. <laughs> Come on, like... Yeah, it is really bad. All right, um, 167, I'll take that. 167. I'm not going yep. any higher, though. <laughs> okay, 167 it is, everyone. Uh, one six seven for Ready Player One. I just one. remember having seen it, and I just came away from it. I just was like, "Wow!" I thought that was going to be really, really bad. Yeah, I think it. we did you. I think we did you such a big. We did you quite a big favour <laughs> yeah. by putting your expectations so low. Yeah. Um, that yeah, you you were quite impressed with it. So, uh, so well, that was remarkably not the worst Spielberg film on the list. Unbelievably. No, but I, I, I would I say, mean, like Christmas, I said, Christmas School is terrible, isn't it? Yeah. And like I say, I think it's an empty film. I don't think it's a, a purposefully, purposefully offensive film. I think it's just empty and hollow. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it's got a lot of love in it, though, for the, some of the properties. I, d- I do do think I that. it's not love. It's just like a, a reference sheet, like just puked onto the screen. It's just anyway. Well, maybe you can read the book. Don't read the book, Chris. Don't read. The don't book. read the no book. One, no, no one no, should read, read the book. book. Don't bother. Uh, so that was Ready Player One. Uh, thank you for letting me choose my birthday Thanks film. We, I think we got a good uh, show out of it. I knew it would be uh, incendiary, and it was. Controversial. Uh, hour and 18 of uh, Sam yelling. It's good. Um, anyway, what <laughs> is next week? Who's next week? I'm next week. Uh, next week, we're what we're going to complete other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> watching the independent... Uh, 2004 science fiction film Primer. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, because we wanted the budget to. of Primer probably wouldn't cover the phone calls <laughs> made by lawyers. No, it wouldn't cover the streetworks permit to, to film outside my flat. It wouldn't that's what it wouldn't cover? Yeah, it wouldn't even <laughs> cover true. that. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, this has been a long episode, so I think we should wrap it up because uh, you should always do around the hour, shouldn't you? I mean, have we got time for correspondence? We should save that for next week. No, we're saving those. We're saving. Cool. Uh, wrap this baby. Wrap okay, up. Let's wrap this baby up. Let's get a beer. Get a beer. Uh, yeah. uh, quick, make make a reference to something um, uh, I don't know live long and prosper uh, you don't have to make a reference you have to just say remember where, that where we're going we don't need roads um, uh, you know fucking voodoo magic man that's from Predator 2 um, <laughs> anyway that's us okay uh, so see, see you on a Tuesday or Thursday when you're out of the Oasis uh, <laughs> yes bye bye bye, bye.